coaches out there. Welcome back to another episode of Professionals Asking Questions. I'm Sid. And I'm Julia. And if you would have said Wicked Witches Out West, it would have been one hell of a alliteration. But it's, we're not looking just to have an audience out West. We want the witches from everywhere. Bring them in, bring them in. Bring them out, bring them out. Okay. Do you know that song? I do know it. Okay. Could I name it? Or I, name I can't name it. it? No, <laughs> not at all. When you put me like on the spot about things and just ask me something, even if I already know it, I'm not going to know it. Just like, I don't know. I Except for movies. Except. That's how I feel when you start talking about anything other than what I know. <laughs> Where Georgia is. Yeah, that was funny. Thanks. People think I'm like ridiculous, probably. But if you also, you know are put on the spot it's difficult i mean i thought boston was a state for like the longest time oh yeah that was the same reaction my mom had when i started talking about it as a state (laughs) and that was like two years ago yeah probably last year (laughs) that's funny no that was a long time ago that's funny funny were you born in pa yeah okay why i don't know for some reason i just questioned because I thought Boston was a state. No, I just was like, do I know where she's like from? Yeah. I like born? Born here. Yeah. PA. Yeah. Can't you hear it? Well, <laughs> yeah. Where were you born? Here also. Yeah. Glad we established oh. that. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that, to be honest. I was just like, I should ask. It'd be rude not to. Well, it'd be fine. We made it this long. <laughs> knowing. Sorry, I think I'm on a caffeine high from my third coffee of the day. Because you so kindly brought me an iced coffee it was, for recording. It was my apology for being an hour late. I'll take anything. <laughs> Even like, though I would have been like 15 minutes late if I didn't stop at that slow ass It's okay. Freaking because I'd now. rather you be late with Duncan than a little late with no Duncan. <laughs> Fair. So I just want to put it out there though that I am not a Duncan person normally. So yeah. this is a very rare occasion. Bougie than Duncan. I, however, like the bottom shelf. So here we are. I don't say bottom shelf. Bougie. I normally I just started get it going to like local coffee shops. Wow. I can't get much work done in my home office. So you have to go to other ones <laughs> to do that. Yeah. But anyways, shout out cool beans and powerful. Yeah, if you've ever been or haven't been, check it out. So anyways, sorry. Anyways, so we're here for a spooky evening, similar to the last episode that we had, which was so scary, by the way. Um, I feel like I had nightmares after that, but like good ones. You know what I mean? I don't. (laughs) Like spooky ones. Like it's cool, but it's scary, but it's cool. Yeah. You know? So I decided to do another little spooky one since we're getting close to Halloween. And the title of this episode is, Who is the Most Fearsome Witch of All? Who is it? It's you. Oh. (laughs) This episode's about Julia. (laughs) I I got excited. I'm just kidding. Not that fearsome. So this is actually about a witch named Baba Yaga. Have you heard of her? Baba Yaga. I don't think so. Really? Probably. But we know. I don't remember anything. Me either. Um, like you probably told me about. <laughs> no, I think like the most recent time I've like seen anything about her, like in a movie or show or book or whatever. I think it was that she was in The Witcher. Oh, well so then that helps you. Yeah. It's not like exact, but it was like inspired by that. Okay. Book too. Did they bring her up in The Witcher? I think very briefly, maybe like even one episode, she was just like one of the characters that they come across. Okay. 
I think it had to do with a wild hunt. I can't remember. In the cabin? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Which I can't even remember the scene now. I just remember like... I remember part of that scene. Well, we'll discuss her a little bit in okay. this. Okay, excited. Okay, so Baba Yaga, spelled B-A-B-A-Y-A-G-A, two words, Baba Yaga. Okay. Sometimes Yaga is spelled with a J instead of a Y. Okay. But um, basically, she is a Slavic folklore witch or ogress. Okay, Slavic. I was going to... Like Russian. I was guessing like Russian or Poland when you said Baba. Which Slavic? Polish. Polish. Combination of all of those. Yeah, so that makes sense. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you were spot on. Good job. And she is known to either help in prison or she will also eat people. Eat. Eat them. She will eat them. She Some loves kids. Cannibal. Loves to eat the children. Does this where is this where like Hen- is- Hensel Hensel and Gretel? <laughs> yeah, actually, but it would kind of work. Yeah. And maybe she's tied into those fairy tales too. It ages over time. Mm-hmm. She uh she likes likes the kids. Similar to Veal. Mm-hmm. Or Zeal, <laughs> like you like to call it. Um it's <laughs> funny. She's said to be the guardian spirit of the fountain of the waters of life and death. I tried to find more about that and I see it's kind of like giving me the blood countess vibes with the youth and what did you say actually? said she is said to be the guardian spirit of the fountain of the waters of life and death it was the fountain like the fountain of youth but everybody yes. that's what was getting gotcha. the vibes i then got back to blood countess from yes. that i get it yeah i get it she wanted to be youthful yeah um but no that's different uh sometimes she is known to live with two or three sisters guess what their names are Hansel and Greta. Baba Yaga. They're all. They're all the Baba Yagas. (laughs) What does Baba Yaga translate to? Oh, it's funny you ask because we'll get to that. Okay. I'm just not there yet. Are they legit sisters or is it just like witch blood sisters, like witchy sisters? Real sisters. Okay. Yep. It's just three of them. Baba Yaga. Easy to remember the name. Honestly. Yeah. Baba Yaga. They all come coming. Yeah. They they all come coming. Um, she often accompanies death on his journeys and she'll devour the newly released souls after he's done with them. That's spooky. Yeah. So like following death around and just like eating the souls that he take, tries to take. My type of gal. I guess. No. Like what do souls taste like? Mm-hmm. Is it like chicken? Would you even taste anything? Maybe it's like cotton candy. But are they you know? made of atoms? Like, can you physically, like... Probably, I don't know. I don't know. Like, how do you eat that? Or do you inhale it? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's just like one big... <laughs> yep. Like you're slurping an oyster. Did you guys like that? Which I found out I don't like oysters. Yeah? Raw oysters. Yeah. I heard that it was the way that I, it was presented to me, but... Mm. When I like slurp part of the shell got in my mouth. Oh. I was like, what is that? Yikes. Yeah. So, worse than chicken butt. so then I like had to hold the raw oyster like in my mouth to like get the shell. Yeah. You know what I mean? That is a bad first impression. It was bad. I've always just said no because they just like, Yeah. But it's just slimy. And then I was like, <laughs> aphrodisiac, let's I try it. I know, but I'm like, is it like, like ew. Yeah. <laughs> I'll stick with strawberries. Yeah. 
Yeah, chocolate, dark chocolate. Anyway, where were we? How did we get there? The souls. Oh, souls. Eating the souls. Thank you. Um, so she does that. And she's also known as the Death Crone, which is a cool name. Yeah. I want that. Or Goddess of Old Bones. Okay. I kind of feel like that already. But why Old Bones if she goes after the young? Because she's old. Because she's old. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. I'm sure you can interpret that in different ways. Um, she's also sometimes known as Baba Yaga Bony Legs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but in like slavic terms what do you say for bony legs like the language yeah like because it wasn't baba yaga bony legs. well <laughs> it might have been i don't so know funny. oh wait keep going okay yeah get a candid also. oh yeah but i i smudge okay oh don't mind okay um, so she's sometimes seen as embodying female empowerment, hell yeah, and independence. Ooh. And even though she hunts, kidnaps, and eats children, she also serves as a catalyst for change. So if she doesn't eat you, she's going to help you transform your life. Okay. In a way. Uh, she represents the power of old age and the life cycle of birth, death, and rebirth. She's associated with birch forests because birch trees are the trees of beginnings and endings, which makes sense. And birch trees are so pretty. Like, don't you love a good birch tree? I do love a good birch tree. Like, it just looks like burnt paper, but it's so pretty. Yeah. Well, I guess it is kind of like burnt paper because paper are trees. <laughs> I guess so. I don't think so. <laughs> I think that was a stretch. Okay. But that paper... Is trees? Because paper is trees. Well, trees are paper. Yeah, same thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> For a second, I was worried to know where paper came from. I don't. Oh, well, it's okay. I don't know where Georgia is. We should use hemp. We should use hemp? Instead of paper. Oh. <laughs> just lost there for a second. Okay. What about, like, bamboo? Yeah, honestly, that too, because it's very invasive. Mm -hmm. But yet we use paper. Yeah, we have trees. this fake bamboo out behind our house. I wonder if I can like turn that into like a fake paper. You try. I should try. I support it. Honestly, I think that would be my winter activity. <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> so anyway, she's associated with birch trees because they're cool. And there are numerous tales where she acts as an agent of transformation, like I said before. So she's going to help you change or transform into a different person. And um, she also will help the hero toward self-actualization and completion of a quest. She does so much. And she does a lot. Conflicting. Like, because she'll either eat kids or she's, or she's going to help you along your, your journey. Your journey. Basically. And yeah. So it's, you want to get her on a good day. And regardless, not be a child, probably. I mean, I don't know if she could resist eating one. You just hope that you make it through. Mm -hmm. I wonder what the, like, age cutoff is before she's like, ugh. No. Too old. Ten. Really? I don't know. <laughs> 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 All right. Let's t stop talking about eating children for now, okay? Um, she's thought to be more of a trickster character, which makes kind of sense after everything I just said. Um, so trickster characters appear in mythology all the time. You see them in different cultures all around the world. Like, of course, we all know Loki. He's the 
very well-known trickster god, mm-hmm. right? So they kind of feel like she's similar to that type of character. Okay. And, like, she interferes with people's lives um, for, like, no reason at all, really. Just to fuck with them? Just to fuck with them, pretty much. Love it. And, like, she'll kind of flip and, during all that, encourage transformation through all the trials she puts them through, basically. Um, so her name, like we wanted to get into earlier, her name is often understood to mean grandmother witch. So Baba Yaga, grandmother. Okay. So the whole reason that I was like, that's giving me Russian Poland, Polish vibes mm-hmm. is, um, one of my like high school boyfriends, he, his family was like Polish mm-hmm. and his grandmother was Baba. Baba. Babushka. Mm-hmm. Babushka. So, yeah, Grandmother Witch. Um, However, it is challenged because there's really no universal agreement on the meaning of Yaga, which is strange. So there's no, like, Yaga's not witch. It's most understood to be like that, but not everyone agrees that that's what it means. So it's not, like, just a set definition of the word. It's just over time, it kind of Mm -hmm. became its definition. Yeah, but there's some other possibilities about what yaga means. It could mean disease, illness, horror, chill, wicked, wood nymph, witch, evil, woman, rage, fury, anger, torture, pain, worry, serpent, snake, uncle's wife. There's so many meanings. So you could say like a yaga for a serpent, snake. Yeah, for a serpent. So, like anything like evil or or rage or fury or anger. Yeah, evil woman. (laughs) Really? Uh, And then we have again uncle's wife, stepmother, aunt, and mother. You also mean those things. That's too much. I know. I'm just going to start saying Yaga for everything for that. That's their whole. Yeah, it covers so many different (laughs) things, good or bad. So the origins of Baba Yaga are first mentioned in a book on Russian grammar in 1755, but it was thought to have existed way earlier than that in just oral tradition versus being written down in the form of Slavic folk tales. So they think that the stories were just passed down from a long, long time ago, all the way back in 1755, which is pretty old, I guess. Um, And in legend, she originates with the devil. Okay. And according to some scholars, that the devil, wishing to concoct the most perfect essence of evil, the devil cooked 12 nasty women together in a cauldron. To capture the essence, he gathered the steam in his mouth and then spat into the cauldron without thinking. Out of the mixture came Baba Yaga, the most perfect evil. The most perfect evil. Mm-hmm. But so they all survived in that cauldron no he cooked them all together and created one okay so i just didn't know he cooked them all together and then they all came out so okay that's yeah and it was her she's just the perfect compilation of all Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's why she's kind of like conflicting with (laughs) whether she's eating kids or helping you on your path i think so because i mean the devil can go both ways right Right. I mean, his goal, though, was to create the perfect essence of evil. So that's not great going into it, doing wanting to do that. But I don't know. I feel like she's very multifaceted. Seems that way. Jack of all trades, honestly. According to another scholar named Andreas John, she may have originally been a Slavic goddess and earth mother. So that's, like, kind of nice. 
So the words Slavic. Slavic. So some think she was either created by the devil or that she was a goddess, an earth mother. So there's a completely like opposite things. Very. That's what I mean. It's kind of conflicting. Some scholars believe that she was initially the personification of nature, which can be cruel or kind. And that's kind of why you get both sides. So that's just like nature because, you know, it can be giving and it can take. Okay. I don't think nature typically eats children, but. Well, I mean, kind of you could, you could play devil's advocate there because natural disasters does not. It doesn't discriminate against age. (laughs) Or anything. Or anything. (laughs) Well, kind of just depending on like. Yeah. Not really. No. Go after whoever, I guess. Yeah. So it it could be true. Yeah. I mean, that would make sense if she's nature (laughs) because. She will help you so eat, them up. eat the children. So, <laughs> um, other claim, or yeah, other claim, others claim that she personifies a plow which breaks the earth to enable planting, fertilization, and growth of crops. So, that's kind of nice. It's nice. And some claim she is the goddess of death oh. <laughs> or the Slavic version of the Greek goddess Persephone. So, that's also kind of cool. Persephone, why do I know? Well, Greek goddess, but mm-hmm. goddess of death, the underworld. Um, so, what kind of stories is Baba Yaga in? You ask. I do ask. Yes. So she. We just cut that part out. <laughs> she is best known from the Vasilisa the Beautiful story, which you're going to hear about a little bit later. It's a beautiful name, Vasilisa. That's scary. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost done with it. Good God. How does it even look over there? It looks good. Does it? It's just you're not gonna let me see it. Okay. No, you'll see it when it's um so a number of her tales follow the paradigm of the Cinderella story where she's playing the part of the fairy godmother. Okay. Who eats kids. That has a sinister <laughs> twist, obviously. Um, she lives outside the norms of society and lives by her own rules. She's in plenty of books, movies, and TV shows. And her role is typically seen increasingly as a source of wisdom rather than evil. Okay. I feel like in The Witcher, she was also kind of about wisdom, right? I also, yeah, they kind of went to her for something that needed information at that time we don't want to give it away for no we're just looking out for people yeah no spoilers here okay (laughs) till i accidentally spoil it (laughs) no i do think they went to her for wisdom but i also think that there was like a caution with it yeah because she's fucking scary right like scary this is why she's the most fearsome witch of all okay and so do you want to know what she looks like yes are you like dying to know what she looks like she's not green like the wicked witch of the west like you were thinking okay she's not she's not really all warty either i hate that depiction of witches like most they're beautiful they're like us yeah um bobby yog is not really though so (laughs) before you get too far into that she's not green she doesn't have warts but she's still not great she got a big nose she does have a big nose so she's, she's my baba. <laughs> call, call your nose baba. Is that what you? No, she's my baba because oh my I have a big nose. <laughs> oh my god! But I might call my nose baba now. <laughs> hey baba. <laughs> okay. All right. So she's depicted as an enormous, ugly old woman. That's rude. It is rude. But she also has sharp iron teeth, or her teeth are knives. No, no, no. Yeah. So like, she doesn't have teeth. They're just like. 
metal dentures that are metal yeah or like that's just how they grew out it's like metal like what if you like bit your tongue accidentally there goes your tongue Bye. <laughs> gosh yeah she couldn't cast any curses or spells if she's biting her tongue off. <laughs> maybe her tongue was also iron. Maybe it was like a snake tongue. Maybe. <laughs> that was not right. <laughs> Neither. <laughs> not right. Um, and yes, her nose was very long and hooked. <laughs> Stop. Your nose does not look like Baba Yaga's nose. Because if you pull up the pictures. Okay, I was going to ask you if it was the pi- any of the pictures. Like, that's what they think she looked like, that, that first, first picture. picture yeah. <laughs> Just like, just like you, dude. Just like you. The blonde hair. Oh, I forgot to actually mention I pulled up from your Insta earlier. Oh, you archived it. I didn't. I found it. Um, carrying Wyatt there. <laughs> Twelve-year-old boy. Uh, yeah. So, so also supposedly her eyes can turn humans to stone, much okay, like Medusa. So Medusa. Yeah. She, she has a lot of like. They're pulling in too like, much Greek here. Mythology. As part of her, or character, maybe Medusa is not real and it was actually Baba Yaga. Could be, could very well be. Um, she is often depicted as living in the deep center of the earth. Like, hello, remember when we talked about what's inside the earth? It's yeah. fucking Baba Yaga. She, do you think she created it? Could She's be like if she was Mother ruler. Earth, like it said. I don't know, maybe. So she's either found there or she's just found like in the woods, living in a hut that's built not really on like regular foundations. It's built on four tall chicken legs. What? That's what what those legs are for then? I thought this was just like a now they're some artist going crazy. Uh-huh. Her hut has chicken legs, four of them. Why? Why chicken? Well, I don't know. I think she just likes chicken. (laughs) And the hut, because it's on these legs, it can move around. So it doesn't just stay in one spot. It will like turn about or relocate on command. And sometimes if there's visitors, it will rotate to face them or it will turn its back on them. Okay. And the hut itself is built of bones. So all the ones she's eaten, she has used to create her house. Okay. So, that makes sense. Honestly, yeah, checks yeah, that's out. That's what you have, dude. You know, don't go spend the money. If you have a bunch of bones lying around, build a fucking house. Okay? But, like, I, I so just don't... Like, if you have human legs or bones, like, why the chicken? It's magical. Mm-hmm. So maybe when, like, the spell went wrong. Too, like, chicken Yeah, could be. hurt. They can yeah. maul you. Yeah. And one's that big. Look out. Right. Look out. And they also are, so the hut is also surrounded by like a gate, like a wall that she, she'll put up. Of deer antlers? Of bones. Okay. Yep. Lots and lots of bones. Oh, that's what that is. Yeah. And on top of the fence of bones, there are skulls that are have fire inside, so their eyes are like blazing. So that's how it's instead of like lamp lamp posts, yeah, she has skulls or tiki torches. She has skulls filled with fire. Okay, it's kind of cool. I like it. I like the vibe. What I don't like though in this picture, like the depiction with the skulls, they're not showing one the fire, but they have hair on the skulls, but everything else is like gone. Is that hair? The first picture? Yeah. Well. Two of them. 
Yeah. Like, I mean, there, so hair can last a while, I think. I think. I'll look that up. You can kill Okay. I'm curious. I don't know. I thought it lasted. I guess because, yeah, sometimes with, like, scary movies and stuff, they'll have, like, you open the mm-hmm. casket and it'll just be a skull with, like, mm-hmm. hair still. So. Oh, so whenever the hut moves, <laughs> it usually, like, will spin around. And as it's spinning, it will be just screaming. Screaming how? Like screech screaming. Ooh. Could you imagine? No. Like just coming across a hut in the woods and one, it's on chicken legs mm-hmm. and it's just like walking around and then it spots you. Mm-hmm. Could you picture it like running up to you and then like quickly turning back around and fate? Does it have arms? I would be more terrified if it had arms, but I want to know what the top speed on this thing is. I bet you it's faster than an emu. Well, I guarantee its stride is going to be so, like, those legs look massive. By the way, it takes, it could take hair anywhere between one and two years to break down completely in soil. Okay. Well, and this is out of soil, so I wonder if that makes a difference. Oh, I didn't realize there was more pictures of the house. I've just been stuck on that first picture. Depictions of it. Yeah. But still, it gives you, it gives you an idea. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's the fence with the skulls. <laughs> oh, <laughs> there's the fence with the skulls. You were like so happy to see that. They're cool looking though. Yeah. I just I wanted to see one with it lit up and it you provided. Thank you. So is there, is it just this picture or is there also an eye on the top? So... They're all different, like the way people draw it. But from what I read, it seemed like the two front windows are what are more like the eyes of the home. Okay. Like, well, op- the shut, like opening and closing, like eyes. And that's how it sees you. So I think this picture, they just put an eye on top, but. Word. Makes sense. Everyone draws it differently. Oh, so the house. Whenever it spins around and it's like screaming or screeching, the only time you can get it to stop is if you, like, give it some secret incantation like if you say some spell it'll finally stop screeching and screaming and so she would be the one the only one who would know yeah. it right so it's kind of like an alarm system i feel like yeah in a way and also like the wall of bones the gate that's there can only be opened and closed with an, another incantation by her so hmm. if you like you can't sneak on to the property you maybe climb over the over the wall depending the on how high it is sound Probably the house would be like, what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> what if it sounds like a chicken? That's what I was picturing at first until yeah. you started saying screeching. But then I, mm. I don't know. Chickens make some awful noises. I'm not yeah. a chicken girl. Not a chicken girl. I mean, I love chicken, like eating like, chicken. Like i eat chicken all day. I, that's primarily my protein. But no, I'm just growing up around on farms, around farms. Kind of mean though. I fucking hate them. <laughs> chaotic. <laughs> And they peck at you. Yeah. And, yeah. Not great. And they're kind of dirty. Yeah. But I, I do understand, like, love that my sister has chickens because I can get eggs from her. Not that I get them that often because I'm too lazy. But <laughs> I don't know. Farm fresh eggs are great. Mm-hmm. Chickens are not. I wonder if this hut lays eggs. Oh, good question. <laughs> but what would it lay? Probably like chickens? a little chicken with a house on it. Yeah. Like just a smaller hut, just like a village. Of <laughs> yeah, chicken it's, it'd be so creepy. This is the OG hen house. <laughs> Welcome to the chicken coop. <laughs> well, so whenever she's inside of her house, what do you think she's usually doing? Concocting 
potions. Yeah, I'm cooking children up. Oh, yeah. And when she's not doing these things, she's just, like, chilling. She, she can usually be found, like, just draped over her stove while it's warm still or hot. Checks out. On her stove. What? Or, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or just reclining, like, kind of, like, just laying back in the hut, but... Either she's so large or the hut's too small or both that she takes up the entire <laughs> expanse of it. So when she's laying down, it's like the entire... How big's her stove then? I don't know. It's she's just draped over <laughs> when it's warm. When it's warm. Only when it's warm. Okay, weird. And like her nose is so big it touches the ceiling. <laughs> it has to be a small hut or she's I, just so I large. like it. Yeah. Or maybe she can change her size. This is hilarious. Or maybe the house changes its size occasionally, like shrinks and expands and Yeah. That would be how many children like she brings into it or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so most witches, you know, fly on broomsticks. She flies on a cock no. like a rooster. <laughs> no, close. She actually rides in a mortar. Okay. And holds a pestle. Love. Is that yeah. what this <laughs> Yeah. Yep. So she will fly around in a giant <laughs> mortar, like so a big bowl, and have a, a pestle, which is a stick that helps you grind stuff in the bowl. Mm-hmm. So she like uses muddle, that. Right. Because, yeah, so like she flies in it, but occasionally she'll like touch the ground and then she'll fly some more and touch the ground. As she like touches the ground, she uses the pestle to kind of like get herself around on the ground. Okay. So it's kind of <laughs> funny to picture if you're. It is. Like. I'm what? just wondering, like, how raunchy it smells near her, in the hut, around her, in the mortar. Like, she's just fucking killing people left and right and just letting them, like, well, decompose. She's, so she's eating them. Well, those heads look fresh. Yeah. I'm sorry. That has to be It's probably hard to eat the heads. Yeah, but, like, I don't know. Boil it up and use it. Like, you know how you use a ham bone for, like, <laughs> your soups? Yeah. Just boil the head up. Yeah. But she's not letting it go to waste decoration. Yeah. But exactly. stinky, I'm just saying you it has to smell. You have. Okay. Okay. And so <laughs> aside from the mortar and pestle, she'll also carry a broom with her when she's doing that. So she has a pestle in one hand and a broom in the other hand. And the broom she uses for when she's on the ground, she uses it to wipe her tracks away. Okay, so like no. Yeah. Evidence. Which I don't know why it matters. Right. Because maybe they don't want to like maybe she doesn't want cloned. They don't or maybe she doesn't want like the prey to see it and run away or something. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Or maybe she doesn't want anyone maybe to find she has her. Some hut. Juices that come out that she has to like sweep away. Ooh. <laughs> oh. Gross. Taking it to the extreme always. When she's not riding in a mortar, she you could also find her flying maybe on an iron kettle. Cauldron. So. Kettle. <laughs> She typically leaves her hut in the mornings and she'll return in the evenings. So she's out the entire day just hunting, basically. She will command a flock of black geese that circle the skies looking for children. I geese. I don't know. Huh. I don't know that I'd be super scared. And maybe that's why. Maybe because they don't, she doesn't want the kids to be scared. So she geese are mean though, aren't they? Well, they're just circling. They're not like, yeah, geese can be mean, but they're probably not as foreboding when you see them. Like if you would see ravens or vultures or something, you know? 
geese, I think geese are like pretty prominent in Slovakia. So white geese, so I'm maybe like black geese. Really? There's like, you know, like the ugly duckling. We just think, I don't know. I don't know how scared I'd be if I saw a bunch of geese flying though. So black geese, I'd be like, holy shit, look at the black geese. Yeah, I'd be like, whoa, I've never seen a black goose before. Look at that. Right. Um, so whenever someone enters her hut, so if they end up sneaking in or getting up to the gate, she'll ask them why they're there, if they were sent there or if they came of their own free will. And that's a very important question that she will ask visitors. And if they don't answer right, she will eat them. What's the right answer? Um, from what I've seen, it seems like if you were sent there, she will let you go. Oh, really? You were forced to go there. Whereas if you just came because you wanted to, she might. Okay. I was like waiting for a plot twist and her being like, if someone sent for you or sent you for me, you're dead. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. It would make sense. Like someone has to know and like put you in harm's way in a sense. Mm-hmm. She also has no power over the pure of heart. So if you're pure of heart, you'll be all right. She can't like... She can't do anything to you? She can't, I guess. Aren't children supposed to be pure? Well, I think she can't like get you to do stuff. Okay. Like has no power but over them. kids are easily manipulated. She just eat them probably. Yeah. Yeah. She also rules over all the elements, which is cool. And she has faithful servants. There are three horsemen. So riders on a horse, not horsemen. Okay. Okay. It's just riders on horses. There's a white horseman, a red horseman, and a black horseman. These are known as dawn, sun, and midnight. Okay. Or twilight. And... She also has a pair of menacing, disembodied hands that just kind of float around. They appear out of nowhere and they just do her bidding. And just cool shit. shit. <laughs> Isn't that neat? Yeah. If I could just have a big pair of hands just oh, fly out of nowhere and like, fold my laundry for me. Yeah. I'll just go fetch me. Yeah. Um, do the sisters come back? There's just in some story. She, okay. There's some with sisters curious. and some without. Okay. There's so many different variations I'm of sure. it. So I'm going to share one with you. And it is the Vasilisa the Beautiful story. Okay, yay. And I wrote it in a way that it's like, fine if you interrupt. Okay. It, like, it won't screw up the story. Okay. So feel free. Okay. okay. Um, so Vasilisa Beautiful is a well-known Russian fairy tale. There's many variations of just this story, but I'm going to share with you a common version of the tale. And I did get some of this also from the Myths and Legends podcast. If you don't listen to it, go check it out because it's really, really okay. cool. I'll have to check it out. All right. Are you ready? Yes. Are you all spooked up and ready to hear the story? Yes. Okay. We got our candles lit. We have our iced coffee. Let me take a sip. Okay. (laughs) That's cute. Once upon a time in a land far, far away. No, just kidding. Once upon a time in a remote Russian village, there lived a merchant and his wife. They had a daughter named Vasilisa, who was so renowned for her beauty and kindness, and everyone loved her. Okay. Okay, so good start. The family lived happily ever after until she was eight years old. (laughs) (laughs) Not happily ever after. They lived... I said it wrong. They lived happily until... (laughs) They lived happily together until she was about eight years old. And that was one hell of a story. (laughs) (laughs) When she was... This is really sad, so it makes me laugh. When... She turned eight. Her mother falls ill. Okay. And when she is on her deathbed, her mother pulls her aside and she's like, hey, I have this doll for you. And it's magical. Oh, no. 
magical dolls are not a good thing. (laughs) And she said that this doll would help her whenever she needed it. She would give her comfort, advice, whatever. All she had to do was keep it a secret. Not all she had to do. She had to keep it a secret. Okay. I said this so weird. Sorry. But what she had to do if she wanted the advice was she would have to give it some food. The doll. The doll. Kind of food. Any food. Any food. No, is the mom like sick and dying and this is like what she's giving her kid? Or like is the mom still gonna make it? No, she's gonna die. Okay. Yep. Yep. So she's dying. Here you go. This is really like, here's you. this magical doll. Okay. It'll comfort you, it'll give you advice, it'll help you, whatever you need, but you have to give it food. I'm like, same. Same. <laughs> and Vasilisa was kind of like, what the fuck, mom? Like, you're delusional and you're dying. Mm-hmm. She wasn't cruel like that. That's just me retelling it. Yeah. Um, I close, though. I'm sure. It was close, for sure. I mean, it's middle of Russia. Yeah, right? she's just going to say, what is it, Baba Lushka? <laughs> no. Baba Yaga. Baba Yaga. <laughs> Yaga is for everything. So she's going to be like, mom, you're all Yaga. We're being a Yaga. Get together. Yaga. So Vasilisa thought she was like absolutely losing it. But she took the doll, of course, because her mother is dying and she gave it to her. Right. And with her mother's last breath, she said, remember. And she passed away. Oh, my God. So the years went on. Uh, Vasilisa and her father, um, you know, the pain eased a little bit. Vasilisa grew up a little bit. She's she got now, remarried the next year. She's not yet. <laughs> she's in her teenage years at this point when people of their village were like finally telling him like, hey, you need to get married. Oh, my God. <laughs> They're like, her, your daughter needs a mom. It's so get remarried. I don't know why he, she couldn't just be... A single dad, and that's fine. But it's the time, Sid. It's the time. She needs a mom. So he, he was like, all right. So then he started talking to this woman. And then they got engaged. And she has two daughters that are older than Vasilisa. And when the people of the town, like, found out who he got engaged to, they were like, congrats. So glad you're moving on. And they're like, wait, her? Are you serious? Oh, my God. Ew. She fucking sucks. No, it's like no. Cinderella. So much like Cinderella. Because no. you have the gross... Stepsisters. Stepsisters. Yep. That are just mean to her. So. Oh. Yeah. So the town was like not even thrilled. They're like anyone but her, man. Come on. Like, what are you doing? Desperate. But he was like, no. Like, she's not like that when she's with me. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) She's different. You don't know her like I know her. Okay. And needless to say, Vasilisa was also not thrilled about the marriage. She didn't really want her dad to get remarried to this lady because she wasn't super nice to her. And when she found out this, he was getting remarried, she kind of pulled out the doll and it kind of made her feel better just because it reminded her of her mom. She felt like her mom was with her. She did not feed the doll at this point. She's just like getting it out and mm-hmm. being Sometimes hurt. it takes time to like think about what she told you. So soon after this, her dad finally gets married and the new stepmom and stepsisters move in with them. And they were very, very nice to her, like suspiciously nice to her when her father was in town. Because remember, he's a merchant. So oh, yeah. he was often away on business trips mm-hmm. and it was in these times when he was not there that she would see their true Literally Cinderella. The stepmother and daughters hated Vasilisa so much because she was so pretty mm-hmm. and young 
And they themselves were not. They were pretty haggard and ugly. Is this Cinderella comes from? I don't know how old Cinderella is. Mm, me either. Because, I mean, this is just another version I'm sure, of- like, over time, the reason Cinderella came is because so many people had this, mm-hmm. like, a dad needed them. Someone had to be a mom. And then, yeah. And so they would, whenever her dad wasn't around, they would abuse her. And they would give her harsh tasks, trying to make her so thin and ugly, just like them. They like to make her work very long hours out in the sun because they want to try and ruin her complexion. Oh. It's fucked. It's fucked up. But she didn't have anywhere to go. She pretty much had to just kind of deal with it and put up with it. And after one day of these tasks, she realized what they were doing. But they were trying to make her, you know, frail and ugly and miserable. And after an exhausting day of work, she sat alone in her room just looking at her doll. And she suddenly remembered what her mom said. She's like, when in, you know, when you need her, she will help you. She'll comfort you. Just feed her. Lisa, mom. If something bad happens, she must feed it and ask for advice. Where the words? So she thought this is something bad that's happening right now. Maybe I should ask for advice. So she went and got some food and feeling absolutely nuts. She decided to touch the food to the doll's face. She doesn't really have a mouth. She's like mushing it onto her face. Take this. (laughs) Suddenly the doll's mouth became real and it gulped down the food and then its body started moving. She kind of screamed and jumped and dropped the doll on the floor. Same girl. Yeah. The doll stood up smiled at her and then it started comforting her and reassuring her that everything was going to be okay i'd be so yeah i don't know maybe initially looks like probably yeah and sometimes i feel like you just like you're freaked out and then you kind of like accept like what it is i don't know Mm -hmm. it told her that she already knew what the problem was she didn't need to tell her and she needed to feed the doll when she went out onto the field the next day for her tasks Kill them. <laughs> Kill them. And then Vasilisa felt better and she was like, okay. And she went to sleep. She woke up the next day and the doll was back to normal, just a doll. And she thought she dreamt the entire thing, which I would too. I mean, yeah. that's wild. She was then ordered by the stepmother and sisters to go back out into the field and start working, pulling weeds and whatnot. But this time when she went out, she stuck the doll in her pocket and she stuck out a little bit of food. And when she got out there away from everyone so they couldn't see her, she took some of the food and again, and fed it to the doll just to see what would happen. Okay. It came alive just like before. And this time it started doing all the work for her. So it like started, weeding, like pulling started hauling bags, rocks. It was planting, etc. How much it, food did it take? Just a little bit. Wow. Yeah. And it even found a combination of herbs and plants to act as a sunscreen for her so that she wouldn't ruin her complexion. Oh, my God. And... Basilisa, she would just like pretend that she was working if anyone came near. Mm-hmm. She would pretend it was her doing everything. Um, but it was actually the doll. Creepy. I want one of those though. <laughs> yeah, same. Single doll. So I was just going to like do all my chores. Do all my chores for me. <laughs> <laughs> would you start feeling guilty though? Well, that's what it is. What if it starts coming after you for oh, resentment? That would be creepy. That's what I would be scared of. Yeah. Yeah. And it never said like where the doll originally came from. Like where Oh, okay. I didn't know if it was gonna like circle yeah. back to it just never comes up. Okay. So this isn't Baba Yaga. Yeah, we'll get there. Oh. Baba Yaga. I think I have babushka stuck in like so I keep wanting to do like ushk or 
I don't know. I understand. Yaga. At night, Vasilisa would give the doll what little food she had left from the day, and the doll would go find more food for her so that she could eat. Because she was, they were trying to starve her. So she would like save up what little food like they gave her, and she would go into her room, give the doll the food, and then the doll doll would go find more food for her. Wow. Yeah. Making her strong. Yeah, well, just keeping her from starving to death because they didn't want to. And the dad's not realizing when he's coming back, no, you know, every so often. He's so nice to her. Yeah, but her, my daughter looks very ill and frail. <laughs> Excuse me. Well, um, see, I don't think it ever got to that bad to the point where she got that thin before mm-hmm. the doll started gotcha. helping her out. So okay. she never really had to worry about it. And once Vasilisa and her stepsisters reach the age of marriage, which I don't know what it was then, 16. <laughs> Five. No idea. Because um, I know they're in their teenage right, years. And they were older than her. Yeah. yeah. So they're at the age of marriage and the stepmother refuses all of Vasilisa's t- uh, suitors that come by, telling them that she cannot be married until the two older sisters find husbands first. Oh my God. Which is not going to be possible. Because everyone hates them. Unfortunately, it seemed like Vasilisa would never find someone to get married to because her sisters would never get married. And her stepmom wouldn't allow it. So one day, her father goes away on a long business trip this time. It's not just a couple days. (coughs) Weeks actually go by. And Vasilisa stops seeing the letters come in from him. So he would write letters. And after a while, she wasn't seeing them anymore. And with those letters usually came money to help them survive because it's not like they were working or anything. Oh, right. So he, as the merchant and the breadwinner of the family, he would always send money back. So she stopped seeing his letters and she stopped seeing the money. And after about a month, the stepmother tells Vasilisa that her father is dead. Oh, my God. They can no longer afford to live in their home, but they have to sell it and move to the edge of the dark forbidden forest because the land is much cheaper there. They're going to sell their home, take what money they could get, and go move somewhere else. My dad just randomly died. Actually, what happened was these letters that were coming in, the stepmom was intercepting them, burning them, and pocketing the money. And then just automatically was like, I don't want to live with him anymore? Well... Her main goal was to just make Vasilisa miserable. So I think she was just making up all this shit just to like fuck with her. Right. But how is she getting away with... Is he actually dead, I guess, is the question. No. Okay. He's still just away on a very long... And he's just going to come back to no one in the house? Yeah. And the farm's sold? <laughs> I, it seems like she didn't really love the father. Right. Because why leave like that? Yeah. Hmm. And pocket his money. Yeah, bitch. And well, and treat the daughter like that in the first place. She's the most fearsome witch of all. (laughs) But so they did end up selling the the cabin. They moved to the edge of the forest. And when Vasilisa wasn't forced to do more chores there, like clearing the fields, they would send her out into the forest on different tasks because they kind of wanted her to run across Baba Yaga, who lives in the forest. So they were determined to just get rid of her at this point. Yeah. Sounds like it. They started with just like awful tasks to make her miserable and weak and sunburnt and all kinds of nasty stuff. And when they weren't making her do those things, they would try to send her into the forest because they they were very confused why even though they were doing this, she She wasn't getting worse. She was perfect. She was fine. Yeah. So they were getting pissed off and they were kind of like, let's send her into the forest and maybe she'll just get eaten by Baba Yaga who lives in there. Yeah. 
So Baba Yaga lived in the forest alone in a small hut. And even though she looked like a harmless old grandmother, many warriors who tried themselves against her power would not survive. She would just, she wouldn't just kill them though. She would eat them. Mm -hmm. So it was nasty. And Vasilisa was tasked with getting berries from time to time from a certain bush. (laughs) Cause this, the stepmom would hope that like the, she knew like, where Babiaga kind of was, so she would send her to specific parts of the forest, hoping so that she would cross paths. Across, yeah, her. Mm-hmm. and um, still, the doll would help her not get lost. She would help keep her safe and help get mm-hmm. her back home. And the stepmom would just get more and more annoyed that she was not mm-hmm. going yeah. away. So she decided to devise a foolproof plan to get rid of her this time. So one night she told all the girls that they must knit something. I assume like to sell it or maybe they just need more clothes. Mm-hmm. So she had them all get in a circle. She put out all the lights, like turned out or not turned out. It was like all fire and candles and stuff. So she blew out all the candles and she was like, get in a circle around this one candle and we'll start knitting. Okay. Kind of creepy. A little creepy. And when one of the stepsisters went to straighten out the wick of the candle that was in in between all of them, she accidentally snuffed it out entirely. Accidentally, in air quotes. Right. Um, she just kind of shrugged. She's like, whatever, and sat back down. This Oops. is pitch dark at this Isn't point. me? Yeah. Pitch dark. And Vasilis was like, this is weird. Um, we can't really knit in the dark. Mm-hmm. And they were kind of like, well, we can see fine. Like, if you can't see, then I guess you must need to, we must need fire now. Like, you're going to have to go find us right. more fire or whatever to light the room oh, back up. Psychopaths. Mm-hmm. And she was kind of like, um, no, I don't really want to go out there. I'm fine. I can still knit. It's okay. But they were like, nope. And they grabbed her and they threw her out of the hut and locked the door behind them. Behind her. So they kicked her out. They're like, go find us some fire. Because they knew that the only close residence to their hut was Baba Yaga. So she was going to have to, she was going to come across that hut and she was going to get eaten. Okay. On her way to find fire. Let's see. So she started walking along. Um, she got her doll out and she fed it what little food that she had. And the doll, she told the doll what was going on. The doll just smiled and said that she should do what she was told and go to Baba Yaga. Eventually, she got completely lost. But then she started to hear a sound. It sounded like hooves running on the ground. And she was excited because she was like, oh, I'm lost. There must be a road here somewhere if I hear someone on oh, some hooves running right, along, right? right. And she started running towards the sound of the hooves and she peeked through the trees to see what it was. And it was a man or a rider in all white riding, riding on a white horse with a white saddle. And as he rode on, the sky turned from blue to purple and then he disappeared. Ooh. She didn't get a chance to ask him anything, but she was also kind of just scared because she didn't really know what was going on, why he looked like that, why he just kind of disappeared. And right. It's kind of scary. Yeah. She's alone in the woods. And... She was just kind of giving up at this point. She was tired. She was hungry. She just kind of sat on the road for a while. And then she started to hear something else. What was it? More hooves. I thought it was going to be the screaming of the... No, it was more hooves. And she was like, okay, whoever's coming by this time, I'm going to ask them for help. Right. I need to figure out where I am. But then she saw what he looked like. And this was another rider, just the same as before, except he wasn't all white. It was all red. So he was dressed in red. The horse was red and the saddle was red. Fuck no, dude. Mm-hmm. And as he passed, the sun started to rise. At this point, she was out of food and the day finally faded to twilight and she was still completely lost. 
But up ahead, she kept when she kept walking, she saw like this fire in the distance. And she walked up to it and she found a house that was built on stilts and then was surrounded by a wall or a gate. And it was lit up at the top. And as she approached the gate and felt for the door knocker on the door, she thought it felt kind of familiar, whatever the shape of this door knocker was, but she couldn't really tell what it was in the darkness. But suddenly she heard again the sound of hooves galloping. And this time she turned around and she saw a rider on a horse running straight at her. It wasn't white. It wasn't black. Sorry. It wasn't white. It wasn't red. It was black. All black. All dressed, dressed all in black on a black horse with a black saddle. She dodged out of the way because it was coming straight for her at the front of the gate. And as she dodged out of the way, the rider just kind of went straight through it, like into the ground. Just was like an apparition. Just like disappeared. And she's like, what the fuck? (laughs) And the lights that were on top of the gate kind of sparked even brighter and illuminated what the wall was actually made of, which was bones. Bones. Mm -hmm. All kinds of bones. And she looked at the knocker on the gate that she was trying to open and she realized it was a jaw bone. It's her mom's jaw. That's why I was familiar. (laughs) I don't think so. I don't think she knew what her mom's jaw felt like. (laughs) I think most jaw bones feel the same. You said that it felt familiar. (laughs) No, I just meant... I don't know. I don't know why she knows what a jaw bone feels like. Like... You grab your jaw. <laughs> I don't know. Well, like, when it, wouldn't the teeth be a dead giveaway in the dark? I don't know. It's in the dark. Yeah, but, like, wouldn't it feel like teeth? I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. Maybe. Would the teeth still be on it? Maybe fall off. Yeah. Your jaw. Maybe. Okay. I don't know. No. No. Teeth are there because... Dental records. Maybe we should like go through a decomposition episode. Body, how they like bodies body decompose. Down. We should do that. Yeah, we should definitely do that. That'd be fun and gross yeah. at the same time. Yeah, yeah, we could do that. We'll learn something. Yeah, <laughs> we clearly need to learn. Um, the lights that were on top of the gate were also human skulls with fires. She hasn't ran away at this point. She's just like, I'm going to keep going in shock. Okay. Yeah, she's like, oh my god, and she's finally like, okay, I do need to get away from here. Like. This is made of bones. Yeah. yeah. I'm about to be the next piece on this yeah. gate. And there's riders just like going by through the air. Wait, because those three men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the white one, the red one, and the black mm-hmm. one. And she was like, shit, I need to get out of here. But when she went to run away, she heard this cackling sound. Mm-hmm. And she didn't have time to get any further. It was so fast. And it was the old witch. It was Baba Yaga. She sat in a giant flying mortar. <laughs> but again, it would fly a little bit and it would touch the, come down, touch the ground, and it would go back and fly a little bit and then it come back down, touch the ground. So maybe it's just like so heavy that it can't keep a constant like height and it has to get back down to the ground and she pushes herself back off. She needs to work on her spell a little bit. Or go on a diet or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> that witch. <laughs> um, and whenever she was flying towards her home she came to the gate and she muttered something and the gate opened on its own and through the gate Vasilisa could see that the hut wasn't actually built on stilts but it was in fact on chicken legs and the witch stopped she got near the hut and she put her nose to the air she got out of her mortar she got out and she was like what's that smell I smell something I smell children yes basically she was like there's some someone was here or someone is still here and 
suddenly she turns around and stares directly at Vasilisa through the forest. Like no one would actually be able to see someone where she was. Right. But she, but she smelled her and she just like turned around oh. and she see and she makes direct eye contact with Vasilisa. Mm-hmm. Yuck. Yeah. Creepy. Super creepy. And Babiaga was like, come on out. I know you're there. Then what are you going to do? Not come out? Right. She's so fast. She's going to chase you. That's going to be much worse. Yeah. Crazy. And she has three horsemen. Mm-hmm. At least maybe. And a chicken else. coop. <laughs> so she doesn't really have any choice. She just complies. She walks towards her. With her doll. Mm-hmm. Babiaga's well, like, I'm not killing you because this doll. Your doll's in her pocket. <laughs> the witch eyed her hungrily and demanded to know what she was doing at her hut. So did she come of her own fruit will or was she sent there? Vasilisa told her of the errand that she was sent on by her stepmother. Babiaga smiled and said she would be happy to help her by giving her fire that they needed. If in return, she would work for her. She would need to stay at the hut with her and help Babiaga for a few days. She had to complete whatever tasks that she assigned her. If she failed those tasks... She would eat her. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Straight to the fucking point. Yeah. That night, she ordered Vasilisa to make enough food to feed three giant warriors. Baba Yaga ate pretty much all of it. Mm-hmm. She saved a little bit for Vasilisa when she gave her this. Hey, at least she's feeding her. It's better than her home. Already, it's better than home. <laughs> Um, then she told her what she had to do on her first day of chores. She had to clean the house. There's four things. Clean the house, make dinner, weed the garden, and sort the bad grains from the good grains within the grain sacks that she had. Did she make her doll do this stuff? We'll see. Say, we'll see. Say, say. So the witch went over everything she had to do. And then when the stove was still very hot, she went over, she hopped up on the stove, she turned over and she went to sleep. <laughs> Okay. As the witch slept. Excuse me, I need to clean that. Ma'am? She does not care. Please move. She wants Vasa to clean the stove. (laughs) While she was sleeping, Vasilisa decided to creep out of the house. She was like, maybe I can get away now that she's sleeping. Oh my God. I wouldn't dare. I wouldn't either. But she was probably like, how am I going to do all those things tomorrow? I'm supposed to be back with the firewood, too. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm dead either way. So she tried to creep out while the witch was sleeping. But there was no way out of the gate, out of the wall of bones. Like she couldn't climb over it. She couldn't open the gate because it needed that spell spoken. You know, mm-hmm. so she was pretty much stuck. But she still had the doll with her and she had a little bit of food. So she fed the doll and she the doll woke up and she was like, don't worry. Just go back inside and get some rest. It's just a cat. It's a knock. It's a cat jumping down. <laughs> Probably from the counter where they should. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> the next day she woke up and... She heard the witch out and about in the yard. So she ran over to the window and outside the witch was scrambling into her mortar before she took off flying and she muttered the incantation to open her gate and she left. Vasilisa was like, okay, this is my chance. The gate's open. I need to run out and get out of here. Mm-hmm. So she didn't make it. Apparently she was a little bit slow getting out of the house that's on chicken legs. Because yeah. I mean, I don't know how high off the ground it is, but I'm sure it's not easy to get in and out of. Right. Not. Unless it's, like, sitting down. Mm-hmm. Which it probably does. It probably, like, stands up, sits down. I would think it stays, like, standing when it has a hostage in there. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> True. Fair. Um, so she didn't make it. She ran and ran, but she it closed before she could make it out. So she went back inside, and she was just kind of despairing at all the tasks that she realized she had to complete before she got back. Because if she didn't do them, the witch would just eat her. Mm-hmm. So she took out the doll. She gave it more food. And the doll comforted her. She... Vasilisa was like, 
super tired from not getting any sleep. So she was just kind of like, I'm going to rest. And the doll decided to just do everything for her pretty much. So by the time Vasilisa woke back up, everything was pretty much done except for dinner. So the doll cleaned. It sorted through the grains, the bad grains and the good grains. I don't know how you know good from I, I wasn't even going to go there. I was like, yeah. maybe they're just different shades and you yes. have to like... Could you imagine like picking through a fuck now sacks of them? Like, no, that's why it seemed like an impossible task, but the doll did it for her. So all that Salisa had to do was make dinner. So she made dinner and then Bobby Yaga came home and she was so excited because she was like, oh, Vasilisa, there's no way that you completed all these I'm tasks. I get tonight. to eat you now. So like- yep. So she looks around and sees what food she's laid out she laid out four plates three for babiaga and one for vasilisa (laughs) and she realized looking around that she did all those impossible tasks that she gave her everything she checked out was perfect and she was pissed off she like pounded her pestle on the ground she was like she's like this is not the food that i wanted Mm -hmm. (laughs) she's like how did you how did you get this done? You shouldn't have been able to do this. And she pounded her pestle on the floor and those disembodied hands that I talked about before floated in and they took the bags of grain out for her and took them wherever. I don't know like what she was doing with these grains. It never really said. So I don't know if she was going to sell them somewhere. Oh, get some money so that she can build onto the chicken. But basically, maybe, maybe, or maybe she has to feed it somehow. I don't know. But the disembodied hands came and got them and took them away. And after she had the hands take the bags of grain out, she sat down for dinner. And in between bites, she told Vasilisa that tomorrow she would need to do it all over again. Plus, she also had some poppy seeds that had dirt on them that she wanted scrubbed. Each one individually. Oh, fuck. Poppy seeds. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine? No, I'd say eat me now, bitch. Yeah. There's no way anyone could be able to clean each individual poppy seed. Yeah. Even if there's like a hundred, that's a lot. of like mm-hmm. tiny little seeds, you know what I mean? But the next day was the same as before. The doll did all the work while Vasilisa rested. And the only thing left to do when she woke up was make dinner. And like before, Baba Yaga came home, everything was complete, and she was disappointed because she couldn't eat her. <laughs> the disembodied hands came in again. They floated and they took the bags of grain and the poppy seeds out of the hut. She sat down to eat, and after eating enough for five men this time, she looked around the spotless hut and demanded to know what Vasilisa wanted. She responded that she had some questions. Baba Yaga said, proceed, but just know that not every question leads to good things. If you know too much, you'll grow old too soon. That's her advice. Fair. So Vasilisa started asking questions and she wanted, to ask, she wanted to know about the three riders that she saw ride into her gate. The white one, the red one, and the black one. Baba Yaga responded that they were just day, twilight, and night. So like I mentioned before, it's just three servants that she has. Mm-hmm. Baba Yaga asked if she had any other questions because she was like, there's way more like stranger things going on than just those three riders. Like there's these floating hands that just come in out of nowhere. You don't really want to know about them Mm -hmm. or like why fly around in a mortar with a pestle (laughs) or why I didn't kill you on the spot. Yeah. Things like that. Like, that's a weird question to ask. But Vasilisa was like, nope, that's it. Not every question leads to good things. And Papiago was kind of pissed that she threw that back at her. She was hoping she would fail. That was another test. She was kind of hoping she would ask something where she would know too much and she would have to kill her. Scrappy. Stay down. So she was just like, nope, that's all I wanted to know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the smart cookie. Yeah. Well, while she, because I think when she realized that she was going to get 
an answer from her that wasn't going to get her killed. She's like, I'm going to quit while I'm ahead. Kind of thing. Yeah. I'm not going to ask anymore. That was enough. Right. And so Babiaga rolled her eyes and she was like, okay, I guess you pass that too. And I can't eat you. And well, I kind of have a question for you, Vasilisa. How did you complete all of these impossible tasks? You should have failed them. And Vasilisa felt the doll that was in her pocket and she started to tell Baba Yaga the story of how she got it, how it was a gift from her dying mother on her deathbed, how it was a blessing to her. And as soon as she mentioned the word blessing, Baba Yaga's eyes got huge and she was pissed off and scared because again, she can't have a blessing in her home. Okay. Mm. She's pure evil. So the mention of that, she jumped up and she was like, Vasilisa, get the fuck out of here. Bye. Because no one with a blessing of any kind may stay in her house. She chased her out of the hut and she opened the gate for her to leave. As Vasilisa was running away, she heard Baba Yaga calling her name and looked back. She saw the witch standing atop the wall of bones. She must be able to jump really freaking high. And she well, she's really tall, isn't she? Because yeah. she takes the whole hut up. Yeah. Who knows? It's hard with these. And she saw her standing on top of the gate and she was holding one of the flaming skulls. Oh no, she's going to launch it at her. She smiled and she threw the skull at Vasilisa, telling her that her stepmother and sisters will take great joy in this. She closed the gate and went back into her hut. So it didn't like hit her. It just like, she Mm -hmm. was giving it to her. She wasn't like throwing it at her. She was like, here, take this. Here's your fire. Because she did complete all of her tasks. So she was still helping her out. It just happens to be fire and a skull. Whatever. So Vasilisa decided to, you know, go back home now that she got what she needed. And since the skull was like literally on fire, she couldn't really hold it, obviously. So she got a stick and she kind of poked it through the eye hole and was carrying it around. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And she used it to light her way through the forest. During the daytime, it would kind of go out to the fire. And as soon as night came back, the the it would just kind of automatically come Mm -hmm. back. Okay. And eventually, it was, I think, like, two days it took her to get home. Jesus. Finally, like, she finally made it. She was exhausted. She was staggering through the forest. But she found the hut. And as she approached the hut, she was thinking about, how, like, why am I even back here? Like, they literally tried to. Yeah, they set me up. And she probably didn't really have anywhere else to go. Mm-hmm. And so she was like, I wonder what's going to happen. But whenever she got to the door, she was surprised because her stepmom and stepsisters smiled and they grabbed her and they pulled her into the hut like welcoming her back in. But it was pretty much just because she had fire with her and they actually needed it. And they were out because they fucking were idiots who were like, yeah, well, what they, would they have done if she killed her? Like, they would have died. Yeah, because Because fucking morons. They tried to light fire themselves with flint. Nothing would light. Any fire that they did find and bring in the house would just go out immediately. Good. So, like, hopefully it was cursed. They were freezing. It seems like it was cursed. And so... She had this flaming skull with her and they were like, oh, this is perfect. So they she sat in the middle of the room and they started warming up nicely. In fact, they were getting pretty warm, like uncomfortably warm. Like this place is going to fucking burn them alive. This is getting like a sauna in here. And they went from cold to this to like the complete opposite. Almost like they're ungrateful because like she's brought them fire. And Vasilisa was fine though. She felt pretty cool, but she looked over and she noticed that they were all breathing pretty heavy and they were all sweating through their clothes. Oh, and she was perfectly fine. She was fine. Yeah. The others were sweating. Like I'm killing these bitches who set this up. Suddenly the skull that was propped up on a stick in the center of the room its eyes and mouth began to glow even brighter and the flames were just rising out of it and licking up the head. Did you say licking? Yeah, like the flames licking. It came out super weird. Yeah, it was weird. We cut that. (laughs) No. (laughs) The flames were licking out, like, up the skull. Okay? (laughs) 
<laughs> They're roaring out. Roaring out. There we go. And the sisters were like terrified. And the stepmom, they were like, holy shit, what is that doing? Like, why is it getting even brighter and hotter? They knew something bad was about to happen. They tried to run away from it. They didn't have time. The skull spun around on the stick to look at each one of them. And as it looked at them, fire shot out of its eyes and consumed them until they were nothing but heaps of ash. Oh my God. Just like incinerated them. And Vasilisa was like stunned. I mean, she wasn't thrilled with how they treated her, but she didn't really want them to. So they like died right in front of her in the in the hut. hut. Yep. They're in their home. Because like, even though she didn't like them, did, she didn't want them to die, especially like right. that. Like, it was no, pretty like fucked that. up. And she really knew what to do at this point, so she just kind of stayed the night there with piles of ash <laughs> in there, I guess. She's, She's like, like, I'll just saying, wait. I need a rest. Mm-hmm. And the next day, she woke up and she left and she started a long walk back to town and she buried the skull on her way. She went to live with a childless older woman that she found in town. So she just kind of was like, hey, will you take me in? <laughs> I don't have anywhere else to go. But she was so bored. So she started like started um, spinning flax into thread. And she started making clothing. And she made this shirt for the old woman to sell at the market. She's like, this is, I mean, I'm pretty good at sewing or spinning. Like, this looks pretty good. You could probably get a good amount of money at the market for it. As long as she can see. Mm -hmm. But instead of taking it to the market, the old woman took it to the czar or the emperor in this area. Mm -hmm. And um, he said... When he saw it, it was the finest shirt he's ever seen. Not even the best weavers can make something this nice. Oh. He was like, I have to meet this girl. Yeah. Like, hook us up. So they met and they fell in love and they got married. Oh my God. So she ended up getting married to the emperor. So she found someone. So like a happy ending all around. Yeah. Except at this point, Vasilisa's father, since he didn't die, comes back to his home being sold. And then he now, uh, all of his belongings. How long was he gone? Well, when you think about like taking a ship overseas, yeah, sometimes it could be months. Or even a year or more. Because it's not like. The ship, ship, you miss like a ship, like maybe they decide to not go there. Things were started, different. When it first began here and she had to go to Babiaga, it was like a month after he'd been gone. Mm-hmm. The stepmom sent her out there. Then she was only with Babiaga for a couple days. Right. So it really hasn't been that long. Maybe he was gone two months. He seemed, She married young, though. Yeah. So he came back to no home, no belongings. And he just happens to own this hut now on the edge of the forest where this witch lives. Goes to the hut and it's just kind of maybe or maybe not filled with ashes. Yeah, I was going to say. It's and right. stepchildren, who he did love. Like weird because he didn't know how evil they were so he came home to that like welcome back it's pretty terrible and vasilisa lived in the palace for the rest of her life as a tsarina or a queen and she was pretty comfortable and had security but she still kept that magical doll with her as a reminder of her mother and everything she went through but yeah so that was it spooky so it went from like she'll probably eat her to I'm actually going to help you kill yourself. Yeah, here. I'm going to help you because you just brought a blessing into my house and I don't want you to kill me. Exactly. Oh, wow. Yeah. So she's a cool witch, I guess. I like her. She can help you out. She's a bit Scary, of a trickster. Cool. Mm-hmm. As long as you answer the right the questions the right way. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel coming across a hut that has chicken legs, though. Yeah, no, I'll pass. 
<laughs> I'm good. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed I this enjoyed episode. It. Good job. Thanks. So don't forget to follow us on social media, UAQ Pod on Instagram, Unprofessionals Asking Questions on Facebook. Please remember to send us emails at uaqpod at gmail.com. And you can also donate at patreon.com slash uaq. And anything else to add? Good job. I enjoyed it. Thanks. Bye. Bye.